Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. fuckers it's pav here now we have revamped our patreon page so why not go to www.patreon.com forward slash wtaf and become a patreon bozo for as little as one dollar a month you can help support our podcast just like all these complete bozos have already amy singleton anita pavloska brian flynn fiona smith Jillian Cooper, Helena White, James Pottinger, Jason Peggs, Jenny Urquhart, Joe Donovan, Kathy Holt, Kim Peniston, Lee Craig, Lucy Roberts, Nicola Crowd, Paul Barnes, Paula Neat, Ross Carpenter, Simon Duffield, Stephen Barnes, the El Dude Brothers, and Lewis White. Come and join them all. You can get early access to podcast episodes, early access to live show tickets, shout-outs on future podcasts, and exclusive content. So don't be an absolute bozo like Colin. Come and be a Patreon bozo. You know it makes sense. An absolute bozo. what the actual fuckers it's pav here now i just want to tell you before the podcast starts about a brand new book it's called the journey inside the bizarre mind of michael christian sleggs now tara his sister has compiled a selection of michael's photoshop artwork the 196 page book features over 180 images made by the man the legend our very own slugs and they're donating two pounds from the sale of each book to Michael's charity, the Great Ormond Street Hospital. Now, if you go to getitprinted.com forward slash slugs, that's getitprinted.com forward slash slugs to get your copy. That's getitprinted.com forward slash slugs. Go get it now. Hello, this is Kerry, and you're listening to What the Actual Fuck. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. 
daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? So you've now done your first movie as well with Steve Coogan, oh, yeah, yeah, Greed. Agreed. So tell us a little bit about that one. Because yeah, that's that out was... soon, isn't it? Yeah, it was, I think so. I haven't seen it yet, actually. Um, yeah, I was only in a few scenes in that, but um, it was all my scenes with Steve Coogan, who's a number one hero, comedy hero. Mm. So you're totally bizarre. Just looking into his eyes and speaking was just terrifying, but fucking amazing. Um, and yeah, the film, it's all about, he, he plays sort of like a, a Phil Green. Phil yeah, Green Philip Green, top type, shot sort man, of tycoon yeah. sort of um, guy. But um yeah, I haven't seen the whole thing, but it looks good. And how, it was Michael Winterbottom, wasn't it? Yeah, Mighty Director. Yeah, yeah, so how was it working with him? Yeah, he was great, but he, again, love everything he's done, especially the trip, stuff like that, mm. but he just mumbles all the whole time. Oh, does he? <laughs> I couldn't understand a word he said. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you sort of hope you're doing it right. Um, but no, he was great. So when you get on the set for the first time, is that the first time that you meet Steve Coogan? or are you yeah. Gonna- so the pressure must be oh my god i was terrified i was so terrified i knew that i had a scene with him the night before and um someone um, i think my agent told me and then when i i was sort of waiting around sort of um offset and i could hear there's like a curtain while he was getting his hair and makeup and i could hear him on the phone and i was like oh my god oh my god so strange so Mm. strange and then, but yeah, he was really lovely. Didn't know any of his lines, though. A bit like Daisy. Really? And, um... And Paul. And Paul. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was great. You sort of think that he's going to be... He's a bit like Alan Partridge. Is he? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Did he, did he ever once do his Michael Caine for you? Because he seems to do that in every episode of The yeah, Trip. I just wonder whether or not he'd just start doing his Michael Caine. No, no. no. He, he, was, um, he was more sort of concentrating on his lines <laughs> than talking to me, I think. <laughs> so being a fan though if did you have downtime with him when you weren't filming were you not, able to quiz him or anything no not really it's one of those it was so it was about half a day so it's quite mm. quick you just don't want to sort of so sort of scared I, know. Yeah. I mean i totally wanted to talk to him but um no i just thought i'd let him get on with playing his lines so take it even <laughs> that it's it's not right proper protocol to ask for a selfie or something from him well, I, yeah that's the thing i don't know i mean I would have loved to have done, but you just hear those horror stories about people getting really shitty or... Yeah. Oh, God. We're obsessed with Justin Bieber videos <laughs> on YouTube of him being rude to fans. And right. it is unbelievable. Mm. Have you seen Some of them, yeah. Oh, my God. Where he'll just... Somebody spilt a bit of water on the stage and he just goes, that's it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> You're completely out of control and just stops, like, an entire show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you're never going to get... You, I mean, again, it always feels like we're like blowing smoke up your ass, but you guys are the sort of people that never... You always have time for your fans. Oh, and is that something you. that you've started off thinking we're going to do that, or is that just a natural thing that you've done? I think it's always... always like, I mean, we're just so appreciative of... of Anyone like, watching it. Yeah. So grateful. So it's just, yeah. And at book signings and things, it's just to get to meet people is amazing. And here, like, what was what was so bizarre, actually, is at the Cheltenham Literary Festival, a woman came up and she said, you don't remember me, but the last time I saw you nearly died. And it was the midwife who had saved my life, pretty much. 
when mm. I was giving birth to Pip. Oh I was just God. like, oh, so that, and I just hugged her. And it was quite emotional, but it's yeah. And to and she didn't know what the show was at that time. It's only since like it's afterwards mm. that mm. her kids were like, oh my God, that was that person was that uh, you know Carrie from this country. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Right, we're going to play a little game. I think we should. I think yeah. we should. Right. Yeah, love right. again. Normally, normally, obviously, we, on normal episodes, we do carry your curtain, but that isn't going to work with you two because you wrote yeah. the fucking thing. Yeah. So that's not going to make a blind bit of difference. So we're going to do the uh, this or that game. Uh, so I get well, my, I'll yeah. get my um, timer, my timer out first. Hang on a minute, let me just sort this out so I know what I'm doing. Uh, one minute. So Neil's going to do Charlie, and I'm yeah. going to do Daisy. I ring the bell. For so that. you have a minute to answer these. So try and be as quick as we can. Are you yeah. ready? Yes. Here we go. Wait. So who goes first? So this is uh, Neil's going to do oh, right, you me. for a minute. Yep. <laughs> 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 if, if I can last that long. <laughs> if I can last that long. Are we ready? Ready. Steady. Go. Cream egg or Kinder egg? Kinder egg. Lager or cider? Lager. Football or fishing? <sighs> <laughs> Football. <laughs> Alan Partridge or David Brent? Alan Partridge. Spotify or Apple Music? Spotify. Cheese or ham? Cheese. <laughs> Who will win the Premier League? Liverpool. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone really eat a pizza from the inside out? Yes. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Does pineapple belong on a pizza? No. Best crumpet topping? Marmite. Justin Bieber, <laughs> yes or no? Yes. Holy yes. <laughs> you stop at a petrol station, only have a pound. What would you buy? Um, uh, uh, um, uh, tit tacks. <laughs> <laughs> do, st- <laughs> do you still laugh at fart jokes? Yes. <laughs> North Leech or Sirencester? Sirencester. <laughs> Babylon or Wonderwall? <gasps> I've, uh, I've started to. Wonderwall. Oh, well done. Well done. Brilliant question. Well done. Right then, Daisy. Right, let, him get his, uh, let him get his um, timer up. Timer up. Right. Not 45 minutes. No. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to change I've, I've it. I've only got 20 questions. You can tell I was cooking a joint at the, at the weekend, can't you? Cooking a joint? Is that what you yeah. call it? Down with the kids now. What joint was it? It was pork. Oh, nice. Mm. You nice do your crackling, right? I do. You've got to rub oh. that soul. Yeah, in. you have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, always got to have good crackling. Right. Are, are we ready? Ready? ready, Daisy? Yes. Here we go. Ready, steady, go. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Which animal is the biggest asshole? Um, llamas. <laughs> Summer or winter? Summer. Sweet or salted? Sweet. Reverend Seaton with a beard or without a beard? Without a beard. <laughs> Martin Mucklow, shit house, yes or no? Yes. <laughs> Who is the most famous person you could text right now? I can't say because that would give it away. <laughs> 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 uh, who's the second most famous person that you could text right now? Oh, Scarlett Moffat. Wow. 99, with a chocolate sauce or lime sauce? Oh, chocolate sauce. Bath or shower? Baths, yes. Bring back the baths. Plane, train or automobile? Train. Favourite hangover food? McDonald's. Oscar red carpet, what dress would you wear? 
um, something mental, probably a whole cheese deli. I've got a couple more. Let me just do the last couple. Spice Girls are all saints. Spice Girls. Roast dinner or fry up? Roast dinner. And if you could be invisible, who would you like to spy on? Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures. (laughs) I would never leave his room. (laughs) He might detect me with all his ghost equipment. (laughs) So this whole thing about ghosts, it's it's a genuine thing that you are fascinated with. You're both fascinated. Do you know, I've recorded a ghost on my phone. Really? Really? If if I can play it onto the microphone. So you both completely believe... Totally yeah. believe. I, I, I just, this is extraordinary. Hang Why, on a don't you? No. <laughs> yeah. No. I can't get my head around believing. So I was really I'd like to. poorly. I was in hospital and I would just, because any opportunity to try and catch a ghost, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, even when I'm dying. <laughs> how, how, how do you feel you're going to be able to catch a ghost? I you do a thing called an EVP, which is where you you record it onto your phone. So you record on using a voice memo, and you say, "Is there anybody here? There is. Can you speak into the microphone?" And then you leave gaps, and then when you listen to it back, you can hear voices. So no. Well, here we go. I was alone. I was alone in um in a private room in Swindon Hospital, and I start doing this EVP. So after I say, can you uh, talk into the microphone, please? You can hear a voice saying, don't be afraid. Holy fuck. Here we go. <laughs> Here okay. we go. All right, Let's then. Speak into the microphone, which is here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I heard did that. Hear now that. that I think is extraordinary. How do you, yeah. until it happens to you? I don't think. I'd love, can... I really want to believe, but I oh can't my get my God. head around believing. Um, uh, well, there we go. We could do a celebrity yeah. ghost. <laughs> you can be the Williams, that oh, has, man. Really? Again. <laughs> <laughs> so there was nobody else. There was nobody else in the room. It was just me and that, and I was in a private room. And I was so, it said don't be afraid, but I was so terrified I couldn't. I can imagine. (laughs) I can imagine. The only time I've ever done anything like that was somebody said that between Sidington and South Sydney on the railway line at the bridge, at midnight, if it's a full moon, you can hear the train. (gasps) So I took the dog for a walk and sat there all for the midnight, listening and listening and heard nothing but. So I've tried. I'd love to try again. Oh, yeah. So have you experienced anything, Charlie? No, I haven't. But I, what makes you believe then? Just what like what days has gone through, or yeah, just loads. Of, I mean, our, our granddad said he saw a ghost, and he was so sort of. Straight. He was such a skeptic. Yeah, and we went to go and see him, and he said, "Yes, I've just seen my first ghost." And we said, "Oh my god, what did it look like?" He said, "Well, it looked like he was damned for all time." <laughs> But the next door neighbour, so it was like this ghost of this kind of monk that between my grand... Not monk, it was... um, What was it? Sort of like a peasant worker with an axe on Yeah. Carrying an axe. Uh, From like this, what, 15th century? <laughs> but it used it's to walk like every. It was like a recording, so every now and again the neighbours would say, "Oh yeah, we've, we've seen, seen him again." And you'd like walk into the wall and then disappear. Yeah, really? it's bizarre. 
it's sort of, yeah, I mean, why like, not? Like really you said, there's no smoke without fire. Mm. Like, not everybody can be lying about seeing a ghost. No, I think I'm the same as Neil. I think if, if I saw one or I experienced mm. something, that might change my... It's the thing, same thing with, like, mediums. Do you believe in mediums? I believe in some. I went, oh, there's an amazing woman that I've gone to see in Gloucester who is absolutely, I mean, so unbelievably accurate. But usually they're, they're well, just What did like, she say about you last time you went in? You're a natural astral projector. No, no, about the jester. Oh, yeah. You've been been a jester in every past life. (laughs) (laughs) This is brilliant. This makes sense. Did did they say how many past lives you've had? (laughs) 32. 32. (laughs) Until I said, like, a bad joke, and then the king had the execution. (laughs) (laughs) Stepped over the line. Oh, You'll have yeah. to go to Warwick Castle and feel if you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always said, because um, when my gramp died, I've always said that if a, a medium came up to me and said this particular thing, then I would believe. The whole thing about when they do, oh, oh there's a John. Is yeah, it a John? Yeah. No, a James. James yeah. a, a Bill. Is it a Bill? No. That sort of thing. I always think that's just, they, they're very good at manipulating things. Oh, so I, many of them are sham. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Who's yeah. the woman that was got done for... Oh, uh, I can't remember, but they have a thing where you write, so you get prayer cards. Have you heard of this? When you go to one of those gigs, and so you write down, obviously, who you want to connect with, goes into a box, and then somebody's just reading it through an earpiece backstage. Right. So if you look, what's amazing, you can tell the fake ones, because if you look at the posters, really small writing underneath, it says, for entertainment purposes only. Right, So the real ones refuse to... So with your interest in ghosts, is that why Little Red Riding Twat was walking through in the background? No, no, that's a weird one. Everyone thinks that was an actual ghost in the thing. Mm. But it was... It was written as a ghost, but it wasn't. It was, there was meant to be a scene, it got cut, um, so the actor who play, who actually played Little Red Riding Twat was a deaf actor. Mm. And the whole thing was meant to be that he was just on a walk. He was deaf. Suddenly sees two people running after him after shouting <laughs> so and just him. panics yeah. and just runs. And that's why and he then, doesn't say good morning to Curtin when yeah, Curtin... basically. Right. And then the last... So we did film a scene... Um, where a woman comes out and says, oh, my God, have you seen my son, my deaf son? And we're like, oh, that's why he wasn't, you know. Yeah, but, he's, but, got, but, he's walking in the woods, but he's got lost, blah, blah, blah. But then it was just, it was too long. Or, yeah, you know, I can't remember why. And that is the same out. kid that's on the missing poster behind yeah. Reverend Yes, season. yeah. And we thought that would be a nice little sort of Easter egg. But, but we put that in after that scene got cut. Yeah. Right. If you know what I mean. Just right. to try and make it mysterious, but... It it would be funny that you never reference him. Yeah. Random guy. Because <laughs> I've always wanted to know, that scene where you're looking through that tunnel... Yeah. And you're going, oh, no, I'm, I'm not going down there. Did you have something in your ear to know exactly when to turn and when not to? Because obviously you're talking to each other. Little Red Widen Twat walks past right at the bottom... And then you sort of look perfect timing. Was I? Yeah, you'll have somebody off, yeah. off uh, by the camera okay. going like that, giving right. you a cue. So I, I obviously people can't see that I'm doing that. On this <laughs> I was moving my hand, like pointing my hand. Yeah. Oh God! Oh, dear. <laughs> um, right. Well, um, let's talk about the football match first. Yeah, we really the, do. The charity oh, yeah. football match, oh, which um, personally for me, people come up to me and said, "Oh." 
said, you were so funny. I said, how could I not be funny when Daisy's sat next to me oh, being Kerry for so 90 true. minutes? It was just so much fun. And, I mean, it, I don't know whether it has stuck, but Pot Noodle, oh. she kept calling you. <laughs> Try and play a game of football and you got fucking that screen. <laughs> no, it was a great day. It was so good, wasn't it? It, it was, was a such great a fantastic day. day. The turnout as well, wasn't it? It was yeah. Really yeah, remarkable. Yeah. Oh, my and God. The game at the end. Dad, no, did he make the save? He, he did, did, yeah, he made the save. Oh that was the, on the last live show that we did. We had the footage of the last penalty that was taken, and then when your dad saved it, he loved it. Oh. He, he loved the fact it was up there on that big screen. <laughs> I, mean, I know it's for charity, but the real reason why he organised the game was so he could play in goal. Because yeah. <laughs> we had done a charity game about six months before, and he he came along. And got like 15 minutes in goal, and, met, and uh, Razor Ruddock was there. Oh, really? <laughs> Who was like the manager of the team, coaching? And Dad made a save, and Razor Ruddock was just going, "Oh, Paul, what a brilliant save, brilliant <laughs> save!" And Dad was just absolutely beaming. <laughs> and fucking loved it. And it was weird because he was slagging off Razor Ruddock before that. Oh, really? <laughs> He's so fickle. And you, you must have loved the fact that you actually got on the score sheet because, like, if I remember correctly, you had a couple of I really good couple. chances that. Would have haunted you more than the ghosts that you chased. <laughs> oh my god! I watched the, I watched the video back. I think um, it was horrible watching myself. I think Simon described me as um, watching a newly born foal <laughs> trying to walk for the first time. I was just limbs. I was just like on the floor the whole time. Just yeah, rubbish. It's quite upsetting, but um, no, so glad I scored. Yeah. And you won as well. It and was, we, which, I, mean, I don't quite know how the penalty, the penalty shootout worked out, but I think you ended up winning quite, they, quite yeah, easily. Yeah. They let us win, I think. I, I think so. <laughs> but it was such a good day. And the thing was, it was it was tinged with sadness, obviously, because mm. Michael had passed away in, in the week as it happened. But it almost felt like it was right because it was a great way for all the fans to be together yeah. at, at that time, yeah. which, which I think was just... And, I'm, I can't remember whether it was you that said it. I think you said it when those planes flew over. Oh, my Remember goodness, you said, and yeah. you said, you said, oh, look, this is for Michael and that. And I don't think it was, obviously, yeah. but it was amazing <laughs> that all these things, mm. it seemed to come out, it was perfect timing, it was a perfect yeah. day. Everybody was there just showing their love. Yeah, that was so and lovely. It was just a, Thank you to everybody that came to that. Yeah, that definitely. Was, and who was a part of that, because that meant so yeah. much to his family and to us. And yeah, but again... You both stayed out on the field afterwards until every single like photograph and autograph was taken. We were, you know, we everybody, were had, had, yeah, everybody had packed <laughs> up and we yeah, thought, yeah. this has got to be... Yeah. And, and we looked out and you were still on the pitch oh. taking photographs. I don't, I don't know how you do it. I honestly don't know how you do it because it must have been hard for you guys anyway that day. Oh, no, it's so important to us because people make such an effort to come and, yeah. you know, people travel from so far. I mean, and the show wouldn't exist if there wasn't people who enjoyed it and watched it. Mm. And it's, yeah, it's so nice. Anyone who's, you know, ever come up to us, so, so grateful for it. Yeah. yeah definitely. It's yeah. the least we can do, really. Yeah. 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 And I know you've spoken um, so many times about it, but um, it's... <laughs> I don't really know how to say it without, but obviously Michael losing Michael, um, just from a personal point of view, probably the one of the hardest things you've had to deal with. Do you know? I've got life, you know? to say this because I I remembered this the other day and it made me so happy. And it made me laugh. You guys are doing like a pancast show at the vaults, 
and I had gone, I was outside having a fag and was having a few drinks and ended up chatting to somebody. And I'd left him on stage doing the quiz, the pancast quiz. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be in a second to watch you. And I was I just got caught up talking and drinking. And he comes out with this mental crown on that's got, like, pipe cleaners on it. And I said, what's happened? He goes, I fucking won it. Where were they? <laughs> <laughs> he was the geek. King yeah, of the yeah, king of the geeks. amazing. Oh, yeah. He was. And I remember that. And I, oh, my God, that just made me laugh so much. I mean, that was the thing with him, with us, is that, that he never said no to us. That no matter what we asked him to do, we did a... Um, a carpool karaoke for the the, the start yeah. video of one of our live shows, <laughs> and we phoned him up or we messaged him and said, "Look, we're gonna, we just need you to come and sit in the car and just breathe. That's all we need you <laughs> yeah. to do." He said, "Yeah, what time do you want me?" Oh. And he just came up on, yeah, he rocked up on his bike. <laughs> literally five minutes, he sat in the back of the car, just going. I'm breathing oh, through his mouth, he's and then he's and then we we said, yeah. "Yeah, that's it." And then he said, "Right, see ya," and off. <laughs> and it, it was just the mark of the man that he was just—he was genuinely one of the funniest people that mm. I think I've ever met. Yeah, and yeah, totally. he didn't do it by trying to be funny. He just did it as just a, a just being a kind, gentle soul. Yeah, and, um, definitely. But also, I think, like, I mean, what I worry about is people think like there are people like laugh at slugs and his character but he actually was like one of the wittiest mm. most observant um clever people that I'd, I'd, I'd ever met and there was so many times I mean the book God, that the he book wrote he I mean I know we took the piss out of it but fucking it hell so it was good. so good and so observant wasn't, wasn't it yeah. it was it and so funny I thought it was better than the Partridge books. Like, really? That's how amazing it was. Is that still going to be published? Or I they... think it's with his family at the moment. Right. But I hope so. Like, it mm. has to, because yeah. it's, it's just too good. Mm. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, I mean, we just miss him so much. And it's only actually, because, because we were writing the series, we didn't, and we had to write about him dying in it which was like and so we didn't have any time to grieve and it's only now that you're like oh fuck he's actually he's he's gone like yeah. he's not coming mm-hmm. back that is mm-hmm. really at home but i mean he just brought so much laughter and so much love he was so kind to so many people and, oh yeah and it's great you know that was, everybody knows him now and, mm, and yeah. remembers him. And, yeah, he was a celebrity before the show. Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. Well, we were talking to Charlie after the, the preview mm. and we were saying about how hard it must have been because your relationship to Slugs or, or Michael is different to Kerry and Curtin's relationship. So, I mean, again, we can't really say, but the way that you dealt with um, Slugs' death in the show, I thought was it was just perfectly balanced between being funny and being heartbreaking, which I think oh, is what you do through right. through the whole show. The way that you do that is just absolutely beautiful, you know? That's really um, Because I, I, personally, I've worried so much about that first episode because it was... We didn't have that much time to write it, and compared to the other episodes, it's not... I don't think it was as funny, but we were just up against everything and mm. we just, but but we wanted to make it a fitting tribute to him and I suppose that's all that mattered. Yeah. 
Well, you yeah. certainly hit it perfectly. The mix, of the, I, the balance between the two is I just perfect and brilliant writing. Brilliant writing. Yeah. Um, oh, we haven't mentioned. Oh, we mentioned David Copperfield, but so what was that like? Oh, that was fucking brilliant. I I loved every second of that. Um, and it was just such a great ensemble. You know, you've got like Dev Patel and Hugh Laurie and. It, it was it was so much fun, but the funniest thing is Charlie came one day to be an extra on it, yeah. and <laughs> it was not only cut from the film, but it was treated like just treated cattle. like an extra. Really? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, it was, yeah. It was, um, it's a harbour scene where yeah. everyone's gutting fish, and there must have been like a hundred extras. So it's a huge thing. <laughs> But you don't realise how badly actors are treated. <laughs> you are for something big like that as well, where you're just you're literally like a prop, so. right? And you you have to be there like two hours before the real cast get there. There's no water or food or no one talks to you. It is the weirdest experience. Didn't you say? Don't you know who I am? Oh I've won well, a fucking actually, BAFTA. The, the Didn't worst you say that? Thing was I was doing um, a scene with Paul Whitehouse and I and I said, "Oh, my brother's coming on today." And he's like, "Oh, where's Charlie?" And he shouts, Charlie, across the uh, all these hundreds of people, how's the thrush? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, what a funny guy, though. <laughs> He's brilliant. Oh, my goodness. But that, that, yeah, I'm hopefully going to go and see it on Sunday. So I'm, I'm looking oh, forward to that. Really, I think you will. It's one of those films, really cosy films. I think it's, a, you know, like Greatest Showman, where you can sit down on a Sunday mm. and just get to, it's total escapism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Kermode made it his movie of the week. There you go. There you go. He's a big reviewer. He is the big reviewer. Yeah, he's the big man. Um, right, I got to look at my list. I want to make sure I've covered everything <laughs> because this may be the last time we get to chat to you, and I want to make sure. Ah, yeah. In the aftermath, where the hell was Trevor's hut from? Where Where did you did you build that, or did you the find hut? that? Yeah, the, his little, little shack. Little lock, lock oh, shack. we yeah. found that. Off grid. Yeah, found it. I was where? thinking of Len and Uncle Trev. Oh, right. <laughs> that was, where was that? That was somewhere around... Chedworth. Chedworth, yeah. And it was just, um, I think it was um, on the land of someone. I mean, the locations people who work on the show are so brilliant. And it's, um, and there's so much finding out who owns, you know, what law owns what sort of piece of land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because uh, that seriously looks like something out of like Cabin in the Woods. Oh so, my you know, god! Why a horror film hasn't been filmed there? I have no idea. It was just so perfect. Brilliant. I think again, it was one of those we're trying to figure out. You know, where what sort of place would this character live in? I think Tom and Simon did the recce, and then sort of rang us after talking about it, and it just seemed perfect. It was slightly off grid, and that mm. he's sort of he's slightly unhinged. <laughs> he had a breakdown in the last few years, but yeah, perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> I, just, I just find it like uh, where it looked like it's something that you'd have to have built yourself. There wouldn't be anything like that around. Oh anywhere, my God, no. Yeah, it was bizarre. There's some weirdos around in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Fred West's summer house. Yeah. <laughs> it's holiday home. It probably is. Right, series three. Um, I know that there isn't anything that you can really tell us about it, but are you happy with series three? And are you happy with the way that, because you've said that it's the end, you've said this is it, um, are you happy that you can walk away from it as it is and not feel like you want to get in there and do it again? I don't know. I mean, we may well feel like that in a few years or 
six months, you don't know. But I think it just felt, as we were writing the first series, it just felt totally right to end it. This, And we are happy with it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, um, we, it's more of the Vicar story, isn't it? Yeah, it series. is, yeah. We just felt like curtain. The first series was a sort of curtain story, trying to leave the village. And the second series was sort of carrying the dad's sort of relationship. So this feels like we've really focused on the Vicar and track his journey. Right. And he, he's such a great, we love writing for him, <laughs> the character. So we sort of, we sort of, yeah, dig deep into his sort of uh, backstory, backstory and his youth, which, yeah, And is there anybody that is as nice in real life as they are as their character than Paul Shahidi? Oh, I mean, oh he is my just... God. No, he's, he is actually nicer than the vicar, which is just... He's Jesus. He is. <laughs> yeah. Imagine when all those thousands of years ago when Jesus like <laughs> if it was Portuguese in those robes, you wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you wouldn't know the difference. You just go, oh yeah, he's Jesus. He's, honestly, he's I just... mean, it'd be a different looking Turin shroud. Put it that way, wouldn't it? Oh, I mean, he wouldn't oh be flowing God. hair and uh, stuff like that. But but he is like you know he's such he's wow come so close obviously throughout the, during the show and it's just that part of the family we all are really it's all family mm, indeed so Robbie Fowler is God Paul Shahidi mm. is Jesus <laughs> I love that. that's going to be a t-shirt yeah. we're going to have to get that one made <laughs> yeah. Paul Shahidi is Jesus yeah. so Cooper, are, you, are you nervous about it before people have watched the series then do you, do you get nervous or are you just thinking no go oh for it oh my god so nervous yeah, we're nervous before screenings weren't mm. we I can um, never watch I can never I find it really difficult to watch it before it goes out because I just there, there are, like you said there are things that you go oh, fuck, that's not that line could have been better and but you know yeah you look at your own performance so much oh my god to get be on it so hard but it, with those preview showings it must be lovely to be backstage and you're hearing laughing well laughing, yeah it's the only you know, time laughter. that we can see people enjoying it because otherwise you just I mean you're, you're tweet here and there but you don't you know sit and watch your mum as you know but it was like Simon said at the at the, the Q&A afterwards that people were laughing at things that he didn't think they would be laughing at yeah well, the time oh my was, god that, oh we can't even say no <laughs> no <laughs> um yeah, no. It was... That's weird. that's really strange. But we felt like that, like even in the first series when tomato became such a massive mm. thing, we were like, oh my god, we didn't, we didn't think people would find that. Yeah, it's always the stuff that as... you don't think people are going to like that they love. Yeah, and then the stuff you think people are going to love just don't ever quote. Or no, look, no, no, on. yeah, yeah. So, so where, do you sometimes write lines thinking that's a good little quote? That's that's something that people are going to shout out, or that's something that. You know, no, but like, like, where's my crumpet holes? Oh, that, <laughs> that sort of thing is that a sort of thing? I that... remember that when you said that. That was when we, yeah, writing the special. But that was, I think you just said it on the on the day because we were like, it, it came after the talking head came after. Um, oh, there was a scene that came after the vicar or someone talking about how oh, Kerry isn't the smart, sharpest tool in the shed, or whatever. <laughs> And it was like, oh, I've got to think of a line that just can follow that. And you said it immediately. It was just, you knew that was going to, you know, mm. go down really well. It's just so funny. Mm. So, so in the first two series and the, and the special, uh, what's your favourite maybe line or scene 
ever. Uh, I mean, obviously, you can't say anything about series three, but for the first two series of the special. Oh one, my god! I don't work with clowns. I only work with kids. <laughs> we heard that a lot. Um, oh, what else do we absolutely love? I mean, obviously, like the tattoo book. But I'm trying to think of like small things. Yeah. There's always moments that Charlie and I find absolutely hysterical that nobody laughs at. Um, I'll tell you one for me. It's the one when, in I think it's in the aftermath, when Curtin um, is having a bit of a grapple with the vicar. Oh, and it goes just that little bit too much. Oh, the vicar yeah. is, is the, it's that look on um, the vicar's face. It is. Like, yeah, yeah, get off, get off, Curtin, get off. Oh, God, that was hard doing that. I'd do that like ten times. Because you must, you must corpse. You, oh my god! You must do. Oh, I corpse the most with um, Ashley, plays Big Mandy. As you corpse the most, Vicar with the Vicar. Oh, so any this scene third with series, those two, it's just lethal. There's a moment in the third series when we were just both on the floor, just couldn't. And it's when you know that time's against you, and you've got to crack on, and it hurts. Mm. It's so painful, but love those moments because <laughs> there is always. Um, I've seen them online when you put out deleted scenes and stuff. That, that, that where are the outtakes? Where are the bloopers? Mm. Are there outtakes and bloopers? Oh or yeah, you... there's. Le- I mean, definitely. I think there's a few from this series. I think they're putting it together. Are they? But there's, like, there's going to be more deleted scenes, aren't there? This year. There was one. There was one um, line that uh, Paul had to say, which he did, and he just could not get it out. I think we only got. I think we did it like twenty times. We only got one take yeah. of him doing it without corpsing, but I would love to see those all edited. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, who's the worst corpser out of all of them? Uh, yeah, give the Paul Cheezy's. And you. Yeah. Who's going to try and the fight it there? Yes. Yes. And is that as what just generally or working together? You're always the ones laughing. There or... is actually a scene. Uh, this is one of my favourite moments. If you watch uh, the vicar's son, where they are uh, lifting up uh, the vicar's son after he's been found drunk in the marketplace, you can see. You pause it. If you pause it, you can see that Charlie is really trying to hide. I'm, corpsing. I'm you are corpsing. Uh, it's just it's so brief, you don't yeah. quite catch it. <laughs> there's a few moments like that. Just, yeah. The other question I wanted to ask, which has always always bothered not bothered me, but has always I've always wondered about in minor injuries, with the vicar your fingers going up my asshole, mate. Yes. That cuts really quickly after after you say that. Was that something that you just threw out or was that something that was written, that line? That was, that was written. That was written. Because yeah, it always yeah. seemed to me like you said it and then everybody just laughed, so they had to cut oh, it really quickly. No. But I think people did laugh, didn't they, on the I think so, yeah. On the day. One of so one of the one of the greatest <laughs> lines in comedy history. That <laughs> and watch again. You what, and, watch. and watch again. That's that That was just that. Oh, that, that, that was improv. just that. Talking that, of oh, lines actually. Um I've heard that somebody said that we regurgitated one of Ricky Gervais's um, jokes about the action man at the bum. Oh, right. Okay. Right. But we're going to say that that was actually from a book of shaggy dog stories. So oh, that right. is an actual shaggy dog story that we took that from. Which so we're not recycling. Ricky Gervais jokes. may have taken it from the same <laughs> From yeah, the same, same thing. thing. <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> what's happening in the future then? 
Uh, have you got things that you can tell us about? Have you got uh, I'm anything? I'm doing Witchfinder mm, with Tim Keane. So we did the taster of that, and it's it's like trains, planes, and automobiles, where I'm like sort of John Candy's character, but a witch, a suspected witch. And Tim Key has got to take me to High Court in London as a witch finder. And, they, yeah, some funny things happened on the way, but that was really good fun. So that was uh, written by uh, the Gibbon brothers who also wrote Partridge. What's the Yeah, the new one. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Partridge. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But it was, yeah, that was really cool. Awesome. So you've not filmed that yet? You just... Not. We start filming February for that. Wow. Is, yeah. Okay. Charlie? Fishing. Fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just relaxing now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's just been. Have you really sort of got nice. a plan of what you want to do? I or? think we're going to start, right, well, working on our next thing. Yeah, just see what I mean. If our head's been in this country for so long, just have mm. a bit of breathing space. Yeah, it's and really nice. To have some time out would be really nice. And just come back, you know, when we're inspired again and we, we have ideas, I think. Right. Yeah. So you always feel that you're going to be. A duet in writing, yeah, and that. you always, would think so, yeah, yeah. definitely. Because mum would wouldn't allow it. If we didn't. <laughs> 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 yeah. And is it is it got easier writing? Because I remember again listening to the episode hundred episodes ago, and you sort of said that no, it's sort of like the, there's added pressure and you've got different sorts of pressure and stress now. Is it easier for the third series, like just to, to get it down on paper? It's most stressful, I think. I think it's a time thing. We. We had like various commitments on, so we just had like four four weeks less or five weeks less than we normally would. You, yeah, so the deadlines are so tight. Trying to be creative and funny when you're stressed is very difficult. Yeah. So yeah, it was, this last one we really felt the pressure because it just yeah naturally you know we had fifteen years to write the first one potentially, but but second... also because we did write the ep- one of the episodes for Avenue Five and that was one of the hardest things we've ever done because that was writing for like already established characters that mm. you haven't invented yourself and I think yeah. get, doing that was such a learning curve because we thought god if we can do that then we can do anything yeah so was that a good exercise to put in practice then that you're you're doing something a little bit different for different characters and and how was it when you handed the script in? Was there a lot of notes or rewrites? And Yeah, there were. And especially because it's writing for an American audience. So that's something that we have no mm. um, yeah, I mean, experience. The of, way Armando so. works, he gets, has a huge sort of team of writers, all amazing. So there's sort of there's quite a few people writing each episode, wasn't there? Yeah. So it was complicated, but yeah, we uh, had a lot of help and guidance, which was really nice, but mm. a great experience. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Do you, do you see yourself writing a movie? Oh, totally. I'd love, yeah, to do... I mean, that was the great thing about special, doing something that was mm. one-off, longer, sort of... Yeah, definitely got the appetite. And to do a This Country Christmas oh. film would be... Awesome. Yeah. Because seeing it on the big screen just looks so great. Oh, wouldn't it be great? Yeah, yeah. So, maybe. It's it's what... I mean, the thing is, it's what the fans want. The fans, obviously, would rather you go on to Series 4 and Series 5 and Series 6 and just keep keep going, but... Or another special, Gavin and Stacey. Oh, they did yes. it, didn't they? Oh my yeah, goodness, that's amazing. And like you said on the Q and A, you said when the money runs out, then yeah, you'll just oh, be going. Yeah, bloody <laughs> right. It'll be twenty five episodes, like, well, series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that was a resignation in, in your... Yeah, 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 it's gonna happen. Well, guys... Um, it's been fantastic. Oh it's been fantastic. Um, I'll tell you the reason that I was nervous. We, um, we've been doing this for, like, nearly seven years nearly now. Nearly seven years And now. we've we've spoken to a lot of, sort of, famous and semi-famous people, but... Over the last two years or so, I've never spent more time with two faces more than yours, <laughs> apart from my family. <laughs> and today was the first time meeting you where I actually felt like I was meeting like the stars of the show, as Aww. opposed to Daisy and Charlie. That's so um, lovely. And, stars. and stars. I will say, and this is where I'm going to get emotional now. Oh, God. Don't I cry. will say <laughs> Don't that cry. you helped me over Christmas because... Um, my wife got ill over Christmas, and it was you guys that got me through it. So, oh, oh, just by goodness. just by um, just watching your show, and it was it was that that got me through. It was a tough time. It was a tough time, but everything's okay oh, now. Everything's fine. Um, so oh, I just well, will you say, guys, we want to say a massive thank you to you for the show yeah. and getting this amazing fan base together. And like, we are so grateful for that. Oh my yeah, god! But we're we're not. This isn't. We're only doing this. We're standing on your shoulders. That's what we. That's what no, we do. No. That's what we do. So I personally, I want to thank you for the last couple of years. Uh, I wish you would do series twenty five, twenty six, <laughs> twenty seven. But we will be behind you, whatever it is you do in the future. And just and, as excited about it as well. Indeed. Just as excited. And I'm sure I speak for every Dump Gang member, every this country fan, that yeah. um, we love you. And we love everything that you've done. And Aww. you are, without doubt, two of the, the sweetest, most generous souls I think I've ever met in my life. Oh, my God. So, um, <laughs> thank you so much. Oh. I think we can all just go and have a cry now. Yeah, and, and, let's have a and cry. And just have a hug. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and again, I just want to thank you for, for the time that you've given us, for the support you've given us, for the help that you've given us, Aww. and just Absolutely. being there for us. Um at certain times, and um, we love you. Oh, we do, we, we really do. You. I think you're yeah, so right. good. Oh, that's all I'm going to say. And, and uh, thank you, thank you, thank uh, indeed. you. Indeed, <laughs> and thank you. Neil, do your stuff. Can I do it while I'm crying? <laughs> no, because I need to get rid of the tears out of my eyes while you're doing Right, it. you can find us on all the social media under WTAF This Country. Don't worry, I usually fuck Aww. this right up. Oh, so. <laughs> Um, we have a website that we, we put everything on, which is WTF. This, no, it's not. It's WTFpodcast.com. And you can email us at hotmail.com. <laughs> at WTAFthiscountry.com. Too much pressure. Ah, bollocks to it. They can look on the website and for all subscribe. those. Yeah. And subscribe. Please and subscribe. Please subscribe. Charlie, thank you so much for coming in again. Oh uh, good luck with Series 3. You don't need it because it's uh, the first two episodes of Anything to Go By are oh, going to be so the best good. ones oh, ever. Thank you so and, much. Um, we'll look forward to the movie. We'll look forward to the <laughs> Christmas special. Yeah. We'll look forward to everything else that you do. Oh. Um, and if you do do a Christmas special, we do scrub up quite well as Santa Claus <laughs> <laughs> or I, I could be Len's son. I mean, I'm oh, quite happy. Oh, my goodness. I'll keep, that's a great I'll keep idea. the beard going, just waiting for the call. Oh, my God. Amazing. Uh, thank you, guys. Oh, we love you so much. No, thank you so much. And uh, thank you very much, Neil. Thank you very much, Pavo. Thank you very much, everyone. Now, go and get plumbed, you fuckers. <laughs> Scarecrow Festival is, like, the most important day of the year. Dark cow?
This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.